New Jing A. If I had the money, what would I do with my time? Didn't talk about that yesterday. New Sliv vids up. TikTok and YouTube shorts. What can you post? Dual workouts. I continue to watch Prehistoric Planet. I think it's a fantastic documentary. And Unity. One other reason why I think it's the future. Folks, it is Friday, August 19th, 2022. I'm Stephen Sirsky. Thanks for joining me. Uh, and this here is my um, audio digest. Beijing Expat Daily. Canadian Expat Daily. Stephen Sirsky Audio Blog is the more creative title that I came up with. Uh, you can search for this on Spotify and Anchor. Uh, you can also head over to my website, stephensirsky.com. That's where I post all the archives and uh, show notes and clips, sound clips and all that stuff uh, for, uh, for you to uh, download or stream. I, I recommend you actually to download the MP3 from my website uh, rather than try to uh, stream it uh, from the website itself. However, if you're on Anchor or Spotify, you can stream it right through there, no problem. And I do have a streaming link on my website just to make it a little bit easier. Uh, if you missed it yesterday, I did post uh, episode number 31 of my big cast uh, in which I uh, was talking with uh, Rachel Wace, who's uh, one half of the Date Night uh, China podcast based here in Beijing, China. Uh, so head on over to my website. I've uh, updated it uh, with the uh, proper links and everything. You can download that as well. Uh, there is a Google Drive link. You have to right-click and download the MP3 or you can stream it through the platform that's available on the uh, the website as well. So it's, it is possible because that uh, that MP3 has also been made available on Anchor.fm or through Spotify, uh, so you can find it there. Yes, I will be creating a, another uh, podcast channel uh, to deal with uh, my, uh, my podcast under the rationalization that um, the people are saying, you know, avoid the the majors, the bigs and stuff like that. They've all sort of benefited from using them up until now, up until recently. And I realized that if I do want to uh, at all make it easy for people, grow my audience a little bit, but mostly to make it easy, I think, because people do ask me, it's like, oh, well, can I find you on Spotify? Can I find you on Apple Music? And I'm like, well, no, <laughs> I'm independent. I know I don't do that stuff, and it's not so much that I, I'm against it, not really. Uh, it's that the idea of putting them all these MP3s and stuff on my website was that it was it was available to be downloaded and on the road. You didn't you need the internet connection for like five minutes, ten minutes, however long it takes you to download an MP3. Eighty-eight megs, I know. Hundred megs, I know. Big in some places, small in others, but. That was the idea, is that you could download it, take it with you, and go, sort of thing. Uh, now, a lot of people are asking, Spotify link, download uh, numbers and stuff like that. I'm going, okay, you know, I don't really track that stuff, uh, but given the situation, given the uh, current, um, not circumstances, but you'd call them uh, layout, the environment, uh, the situation, where we are moving to a more uh, voice-oriented uh, internet, uh, May as well make it easy for people to stream and listen on the go using the apps that they use. And Spotify is the current uh, flavor du jour. Uh, Anchor.fm enables me to uh, publish to uh, Spotify as well. What will it be in two years? Good question. I don't know. When did Spotify come around? I mean, it got really huge. I mean, I think the was it the crest or the peak was sort of like the purchase of the Joe Rogan podcast. And let's not you know, mince words here, sponsorship or buyout, whatever it is, yes, he still retains full control, but they paid him $180 million 
and now he's ex exclusively available through Spotify. I mean, fantastic return on investment, I tell you. For working for free for so many years, if you want an example of, you know, put the time in and wait, oh, nah, that's a pretty good example. If I had the money, what would I do with my time? Learn languages. I, I asked this question yesterday. I, I posed it, I introduced it, and then I never got around to talking about it. Uh, but uh, I'm looking at this and going, uh, I think one of the things I would do with a lot of my time is actually learn more languages. I would probably travel, and if I could travel, because there'd be two things that I'd want to sort of do, a few things. One, I'd want to be able to provide for my family, if and when that uh, appears, uh, or develops, I should say not appears, and it's not going to magically happen. Uh, the next thing would be if I do travel, I'd like to be able to stay in a place without worrying about like uh, penny pinching and things like that. Although I do understand, I appreciate the penny pinching ways, the backpacker ways and stuff like that, trying to uh, save a dollar here to make the dollar go a little bit farther. Uh, I think it's, um, there's a certain, certain element of not just adventure, but of creativity and um, intelligence and, and growth within that sort of restriction that's, that's given to you. But then also, in, in staying in a place for so long, I think the other thing I'd want to do is be able to study the language a little bit more. Uh, and I've been in China for so long, uh, seven, eight years, I can't remember, yeah, a long time. Um, and yesterday I did reveal my HSK 5 test scores. I failed uh, 46%, eesh, so I'll take it again later on. Uh, but some, something like that where maybe that I don't achieve uh, like test proficiency, but I'm able to achieve, so go to a region that I want to study. Go to a, a region like a culture, a language, uh, Spanish, French, Swahili, I don't know, Afrikaans. Well, uh, dicey over there from the people that I, I talk to. A uh, bit, bit difficult to uh, make a go of it uh, down in South Africa. Uh, and things like that. So taking that idea of being able to do extended travel. Now, the only other thing I would want to be able to do given that situation, where I'm in some place for three months, four months, whatever, six months, I'd like to be able to fly back to Canada, see my family, um, see my mom. Uh, she is getting older as well. Uh, see my nieces and my nephews, who are also growing up, growing older, and I'm not sure if they even remember who I am. Like, Uncle Steven, who's that? <laughs> oh, he's that guy who went to China and disappeared, right? <laughs> I mean, it, it, there is sort of that element of, I wouldn't mind to have the cash available not just the credit available on the credit card, because you have to pay for all plane tickets through credit, unless you go to the counter and pay cash, which, again, I wouldn't mind being able to do that at some point, right? Like, I need a ticket to Canada. That'll be $17,000. Boom, here's your cash, right? Uh, noble, funny, great, movie-style gangster payments. Probably not what I'm going to be doing anytime. I fly economy, so uh, it's going to be... Uh, when what time of day should I check on which IP address and which, on which airplane ticket scanner system mechanism uh, uh, that I can uh, get the cheapest discount economy seat, right? Oh, we've all been there. Yes, they track your IP addresses, and if you visit the website more than once, they just boost the prices up. Uh, so that's the idea. Like, If I had the money, what would I do with my time? Learn languages, probably. Uh, travel a little bit more. 
uh, and not worry so much about finding the next uh, next gig, next contract, and, and keeping up with references as well. Um, it's not that I'm against keeping in touch with people. It's when you've got to keep in touch with people to vouch for your professionalism. I'm like, in this day and age? Really? Th then again, I mean, they might see these videos and go, this day and age, maybe you should go back to reference system because, dude, what are you wearing? <laughs> How big is that beard? Why haven't you shaven yet, right? Good question. New uh, language video uh, vids up. I did post a bit more about the cat's meow, the cat's pajamas, and the cat's whiskers, which is an English idiom. So I've been talking a little bit about Indian. I, I find these videos fascinating um, because uh, one of the things that... It's it's one thing to be able to teach English idioms. It's another, to, another thing to sort of read and learn where they come from. Uh, which is a little bit more interesting. And I think even as native English speakers and naturalized English speakers, um, we sort of take these things for granted where we're able to speak like this. But um, yeah, so some of these are, are kind of neat to, to find out. Now, cat's whiskers, cat's pajamas. I think, it, oh, so this one was actually Tad Dorgan. That's how he signed his name. He was an American cartoonist back in the late 1900s, early late 1800s, early 1900s, and he came up with a bunch of um, new English vernacular sort of uh, uh, sayings and idioms, not idioms, like sayings and stuff like that. Um, what would you call it? Metaphors. I think he'd call them more metaphors. Like, oh, it's the cat's meow. It's the cat's whiskers. It's the cat's pajamas. Something small, but, you know, if it wasn't in your life, you'd probably be missing it. And you know, cat's whiskers. If the cat didn't have whiskers, it would have some issues, right? If a cat doesn't have pajamas, it doesn't really care. But uh, it's the cat's meow. I mean, again, you don't really think of the meow, but if you have a cat or if you've seen a cat, like, you associate cats with meowing, right? Right, meow? You are understanding that uh, a cat that meows would be something that you might not want right meow, but uh, eventually uh, you'd hear a cat and see a cat and they would go meow. The idea of explaining these English idioms, I thought, would be uh, kind of interesting for my own benefit to learn some of the history behind them. So I've been posting that uh, as well. TikTok and YouTube shorts. Uh, thinking about this, actually, one of the the great... I don't know if it's a regret so much as it's a... You know, what has tech, technology has developed substantially in the last 10 to 15 years. So horribly. Lots, 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 lots. And I'm thinking, like, I'm streaming through YouTube right now. I'm recording on one cell phone, using another cell phone to uh, be the webcam of this live broadcast, hooked up to another computer. Meanwhile, I have a secondary microphone that I could use. I don't because it's distorting my voice at the moment. And I go, that's like, what, four devices right in front of me? Plus a GoPro in the window doing a time lapse. Uh, I mean, this wasn't possible 10 years ago. So... I mentioned this before, like, why wasn't I creating a, a language vlog so many years ago? And one of the reasons is because it was a lot more difficult back then. Like, 10 years ago, you think about uh, recording a video. Going live wasn't that easy. Recording a video, I mean, you were if you were recording anything more than two or three minutes, five minutes, oh, you were spending a long time not just editing, but importing exporting 
to uh, video programs. So, uh, you know, there are these these social media hawks, these so, uh, touts and hawkers that are saying, you know, you got to publish, you got to publish. You know, back when I was, and you're going, referring 10 to 15 years ago, you go, yeah, back, yeah, I get, you're right. I mean, they've grown to such uh, a size. I haven't. Physically, I did, and then I shrank again. But 10 years ago, I remember the frustrations that I had with the technology. Oof, aggravating. So getting away from that wenching, um, YouTube uh, shorts and TikTok, I was thinking, I'm like, why am I fighting this? Because this gives me the best opportunity to post all of like the little clips and vids and stuff like that that I've accumulated over the years through my travels all over the place with the idea that I was going to create some grand documentary at some point. Never did. So now here's my chance. And not even like posting the actual video. Posting like a video of the video playing back, if that makes sense. I did this with the GoPro video uh, last week. Because let's face it, I go on a uh, a 24-mile bike ride. How many people are going to watch a two- to four-minute time-lapse of a a cycling trip around Beijing? Not many. Dedicated will, sure. People who are interested in the city, uh, the scenery, maybe the soundtrack, sure, awesome. Or they just have it on in the background. Yeah, And that's why I would create that long-form content. That's why you would create that long-form content is for the people who are interested in that. But most people... Most uh, people are just glancing, having a look, exploring, uh, you know, seeing what's interested, killing some time. It's a couple seconds, like three seconds, 15 seconds is generous, right? 15, that's a long time in internet world, especially TikTok and YouTube shorts. Uh, so that's what I was thinking, like, why don't I dig up all of the old videos and just start posting them right like why not 15 seconds clips here 10 second clips here be kind of uh neat to because I, I do it every now and then i take a look at the old videos i've done uh, I, i've taken why not post them for other people to uh, take a look at dual workouts done half murph this morning i uh, pulled out a bunch of the sandbag weights out of my weight vest this morning uh, i used to run with 11 kilos um all total i think i have 13 or 15 kilos worth of weight uh, but I went down to four kilos or about eight or nine pounds, maybe 10 pounds today, uh, because I was going to go, I want to say bareback, but that's, that's not what I was going to go for. I was going to go without the weights, without the jacket. But then I'm like, you know what? How about you bring the jacket anyway, just in case. And you, that way you have it down there. Should you finish your two mile warm up and you feel inspired or like, you're like feeling pretty strong. All right, go. So I take the jacket down with me. I run my two miles um, in, in the morning. And I put, the, I'm like, all right, let's do the jacket. It's only eight pounds. Let's see how it feels, right? And so I did, I had it three weights in the front and three weights in the back offset, thinking that it would somehow even itself out. That was dumb. Didn't work. It was uh, off kilter the entire time. So I'm running with it. I had to actually hold on to the jacket at one point so it would stop bouncing uh, and uh, it was a lot more comfortable that way to uh, to run with. But other than that, um, 9 minutes, 46 seconds for the first mile. Took me 26 minutes and 11 seconds to do the cycle of 5 pull-ups, 10 push-ups, and 15 squats, and then another 10 minutes and 28 seconds for the second mile. So that's, that's the half Murph. 
Okay, that, that's half of what the full morph would be. Like, the full morph is 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, and 300 squats, plus a mile on each end of that sort of thing. Now, so having completed half of that with... I did half of that with body weight last week, and this week I did half of that with 8 pounds or 10 pounds on my chest uh, uh, today. So it's a bit of a step up. It, yeah, it was a struggle, I'm not going to lie. The pull-ups did not come as easily as they did last week. Next week, I might go back down to, uh, uh, to, to no jacket just to see what I can do for timing-wise. Uh, timing uh, but other than that, felt pretty good. Uh, and in terms of weight loss, um, I can say what's, it's like I think I'm sitting around 77 kilos or something like that. And that's down substantially. Like, I, I must have plateaued at some point. And then all of a sudden during the summer, which I, th I suspect is a lot more dehydration than anything else, but it's like I'm just able to drop the weight so much faster uh, now than at any other point. So anyway, half Murph, good dual uh, dual workouts this afternoon. I did another two mile run and then uh, some kettlebell, slow kettlebell workouts again. Again, just making sure moving very slow, 35 minutes I think it was. Um, but uh, it's nice. It, it you know you don't have to think about it too much. You just go nice and slow, and you get a good workout. Uh, believe me, if you've never done this before, try it, and you will feel it the next day for sure. I continue to watch Prehistoric Planet, Prehistoric Planet on Apple TV. This, I, so I, I have a three free month uh, uh, subscription to Apple TV, uh, and also arcade games. But I, like, I just can't find the time to play games. I, I, as much as I love to create them, I don't. I don't care to play games. But this, I mean, again, this one was desert, no, poles. It was the, it wasn't freshwater. It was the north and the south pole, like sort of extreme conditions. Everything's eating each other. Everything. I mean, if you're old and weak, your food. If you're young and not strong, your food. I saw one of these dinosaurs. It got sucked to death by a, a, a fleet of mosquitoes. Uh, brutal like what, what, what did mommy and daddy do they just kept on walking like we stay here we're gonna get sucked to death by these mosquitoes so they the parents keep on going baby gets blood sucked <laughs> damn harsh again i mean with these dinosaurs i mean it's so cool to watch this stuff i'm not gonna lie the graphics pretty great um convincing Right, it's like when you first watched Jurassic Park back in was it 1991, 1992, or whatever it was. Uh, it's or 97, I can't remember. Anyway, that good of quality. And in terms of um, just watching this in stories, like I, I can't remember half the dinosaur names. I don't really care. But again, they're just all eating each other. Basically, it's like when a dinosaur shows up, it's either looking to eat, fuck, or sleep basically in that order i mean and you <laughs> and if you're not the fuckable type then you're probably going to be eaten basically <laughs> uh you're not going to be arrested because uh if you're of two different types it's, it's not going to work out not at all great uh documentary if you get a chance to uh, look it up uh, prehistoric planet so this is the one that i'm i'm four episodes in i'm not even sure how many seasons there are um but yeah, I've I've been enjoying it. It's been my workout video as of late. Uh, yesterday I mentioned um, Unity, and there's one thing I forgot to mention about it, and one of the reasons I sort of see it as the go-to and the future of NFTs, metaverse, um, character development, and everything 
it's difficult. So think of this. Work with me here. How many of us have derided the fact that with the ubiquity and the ease of use of audio equipment and video equipment, was it video equipment first or audio equipment first? Who knows? The digital revolution really opened up a lot of possibilities for people who wouldn't otherwise have been able to do those creative works in audio or video format until it became cheaper and more easier to use and more ubiquitous all over the place. Unity, 3D character development and deployment and application. It's not just character development. Anyone can create a character. You can draw a 2D character on a piece of paper. No problem. You can even model it pretty quickly if you have a decent enough computer or a cell phone. You can um, use these, you can even animate them pretty easily these days. But can you apply them? And that's where Unity is a lot different from things like Blender, uh, Adobe Animate, uh, or other animation programs. Like even Flip a Clip, I use that. <coughs> Excuse me. The idea being that you can create you can download a model you can rig it pretty easily but then applying that using that model in a creative moldable environment that's challenging it's still challenging and so it's not as easy as it is to make an mp3 track on GarageBand it's not as easy to create a live video feed or not as easy to even make you know, creative movies using your cell phone and a little bit of light. It's it's not, it's still, it requires a massive amount of computer power still. It could change over the couple of years and hopefully it will. Uh, but the idea is that Unity and Unreal Engine as well. So I'm not, I, I mentioned Unity just because that's the one that I know a little bit better. But Unreal Engine as well is the same thing. It's a game development, 3D game development and deployment platform uh, that I was talking about yesterday, and these things, being able to to make characters work in an environment that can be uh, modified, not the character itself, but they can be manipulated, controlled by an end user, uh, controlled by someone else, a third party. That's what you're looking for. That's the future. That's the next 10 years of creative storytelling right there. Lastly, New Jing A down the road. Oof, that's not good. <laughs> you know, in Guomao, it was a bike ride, a whole, bun- a whole bunch of mafanla. Can I find a bike to ride down there? It's 10-minute biking. Then you got to park it, make sure the bike doesn't fucking ding on you and go, beep, 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 you're in the wrong area. We're going to charge you five quiet if you're in the wrong area for more than a second. You know, that sort of thing. Now, it's walking distance. 15 minutes walking distance at Hobson One Mall. Like, oh, that's not good. That is not good. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't really hang out those places too many, uh, too much anymore, mostly because with these dual workouts, getting up early and making sure that I'm hydrated for better throughout the days, I'm not always able to uh, venture down to these places. That being said, I mean, it's only 10 o'clock. A little bit thirsty, aren't I? <laughs> no. No, Stephen. No. All right. Folks, I will leave it there. <laughs> hope you guys have a, a good weekend. Hope you enjoyed that uh, and uh, have some uh, things to get done this weekend as well. Uh, I know you folks here in Beijing are making the best of it. 
because uh, the rest of the country is facing some more COVID outbreaks. <laughs> Doesn't end. Never ends. And, uh, yeah, keeping busy, making the money, good stuff. Do your stretches, your Jefferson curls and stuff like that. Make sure you're doing that. Protect your back. <laughs> and uh, for sure. All right. Have a good one. Thanks uh, Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Show notes, tracks, and vids up on my website, stephensersky.com. Have a great weekend, folks. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.